0: to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with...
1: Elizabeth Halley. And... The Mayor, Tyler Hammondson. The Mayor! <laughs> Only got one vote. Still the Me. Mayor. <laughs>
0: and uh, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Maureen Lee Lenker is here with us doing her fourth episode
2: Woohoo! Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, thanks for being here. For thanks. everyone who uh, is hearing Maureen here for the first time, she is a senior writer at Entertainment Weekly, and uh, just uh, had the release of her debut novel. It happened one fight. Uh, just really recently, like last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In July. Yeah, very so. exciting. Um, uh, do you want to? Do you want to talk about the book?
2: Yeah, let's sure. do it. Sure. Yeah, it's. Uh... It is a screwball comedy, romantic comedy set in 1930s Hollywood, and it is about two fictional movie stars, Joan Davis and Dash Howard, who uh, hate each other but discover that they were accidentally married on set and have to go to Reno for six weeks uh, to secure a divorce and make a movie while they're at it because the studio doesn't want to waste six months of their time, six weeks of their time. And uh, while they're in Reno, they discover that maybe they don't hate each other so much after all. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, as you said, i uh, been out for about two months two now. Two months, nice. Yeah. Um, had a really wonderful launch party at the Ribbottis in Culver City. Ooh. And just been enjoying doing events here and there. Um, as the opportunity arises, got to introduce a screening of It Happened One Night at uh, the Los Feliz 3, which the American Tech operates. uh, And that was super fun. Um, So just loving getting to spend all this time in the the classic Hollywood space.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I hope that uh, everyone listening, uh, you know, goes out and, you know, picks up this book. It is, uh, the artwork is amazing. Yeah. It looks great on your shelf.
3: Yeah, um, I and, read it yeah. less than 24 hours. I know uh, you, uh, through it. It's a page I turner.
2: It, you texted me. I was like, wow, you read it really fast.
3: Unemployed. Uh, but no, actually, though, I didn't even read it. Like it wasn't like I was only reading. I did other things during that 24 hours. But no, it was so great and just really fun. And I was like, I just to keep going. Let's do it. And uh, I promise you that the romance is about. Five thousand times better than the <laughs> romance between
1: Aristotle and Paris in this movie. Yeah. So well, that's because it has the scenic backdrop of Northern Nevada and not that boring old Greece. <laughs> oh yes, Tyler is a Nevada. I, I was born in Reno. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um. Well, Tyler, I want to hear your thoughts on it when you read it. Then I want to know if you feel like I, I got Reno right absolutely my- we we
1: discussed this last time and i do have a copy of it and i have not read it but i also have not read anything which is killing me <laughs> yes. in the past Sorry. uh two months because uh my work is crazy at the moment but soon to be over so i'm excited <laughs> to, to dive into it
3: yeah, yeah but awesome. it's great everyone go get it um and i don't know if you want, maureen you want to plug like any where they should buy it or not? Yeah.
2: I mean, if you want a signed copy, I am doing quarterly signings at the Ripped Bodice in Culver City. So no matter where That's... you are in the country or the world, you can order through the Ripped Bodice. And I go in every few months and sign whatever those pre-orders are and then they will be shipped out to you signed uh but if you're eager to get your hands on it right now um i would say go to your local independent bookstore and support them you can definitely get it at barnes and noble and on the website that shall not be named (laughs) but um (laughs) i'm very pro supporting your indie bookstore and um if they don't have it there on the shelf they can most likely order it for you so support your local bookstore yeah and shout out to
1: the rip bodice as well because if you live in la and have not been down there it is a wonderful independent bookstore and yes yeah the
3: event yeah. was amazing i went to the launch event it was so cool and i thought it was like all maureen's family and friends too and then but then i was in line and the lady in front of me is like oh my god i'm so excited for this book like how did you find out about it and i was like What? I was like, oh, you don't know Maureen? Oh my God, she was just like a lady that likes reading. It was there in line ahead of me for your signature. I was so impressed. So...
2: And Joanna Robinson, podcaster, extraordinary. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah.
3: I fangirled out hardcore. Oh, no. yeah.
2: Incredible yeah. moderator. Eliz, your apples are her profile. Picture I know. Oh, now. her profile
3: picture now? Oh my God. I brought her a bag of apples. Oh, it was an inside joke from her podcasts. And I was like, oh my God. Hi. So, anyway.
2: It, yeah. Um, no, it was a really special night. And agree, Tyler. The Rip bodice is just. Really cool place. Yes. Female owned, queer owned bookstore. Um, really inclusive, awesome, beautiful spot. And they just in August opened up a second location oh. in Brooklyn. Oh nice. So
0: oh beautiful. I on did on not the know East that.
2: Coast, you can go there too.
1: Sweet. Absolutely.
0: I'm just really excited because we don't often have like a truly like concrete way for like our listeners to go out and support something awesome that a a guest and friend of like mm-hmm. true friend of the show is doing and this is like you know something easy you can just go out and grab it yeah. uh like they said anywhere pretty much and um that would be awesome. Yes. I, I hope that someone, you know, listens to this and goes and checks checks it out. Definitely. Yes.
2: Yeah, stu- student la- loan payments are restarting, so yes. Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. So true.
0: Oh boy. Well, you know, um,
1: it's nice we, to catch up with des- our. We deserve a vacation. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> when are we going to go back to uh, Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah, or go back to Vegas,
0: <laughs> or go back to Orange County?
3: <laughs> it's
1: not, not much of a journey. I literally went there yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a flight tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. The whole family we- going. <laughs> what? Uh,
0: but you know, guys, we're here to talk about my big fat Greek wedding. Three. three. They didn't, you know. I'm sorry, Eliz. They didn't turn the E's. I the, know the, the E's <laughs> into threes or anything like that. Yeah. They missed out. They missed out. It's because cool.
3: in this franchise, the E's are the. Is it They're part? already yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they can't so they can't make them threes There's too
2: many yeah. already that's
3: right yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right
0: but they didn't do it so uh, but. um... Let's, uh, yeah, we're here talking about the final movie for now, Um, and why don't we just uh, dive into it? Also, before we get into it, I'm going to say this is a movie that is in theaters right now. If you haven't seen the movie and are interested in it at all, like, (laughs) just go see it before listening to this, because we're going to spoil everything. Yeah, we're going to talk about the whole movie. We jump all around like (laughs) we do, Um, so things will be spoiled right away, Um, and uh, there you go. Here we go. To Greece.
2: A lot has happened since my big, fat Greek wedding. Back
3: like I never left.
2: My father passed away, and his last wish was for us to visit his childhood village and reconnect with our roots. So,
1: we're having a reunion. We're going to Greece. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four. And by we, I mean...
2: The whole family. Oh. Who
1: wants Sublaki?
2: Paging Souvlaki.
1: Anybody by the name of
2: Sulaki on this flight? Aristotle, what?
4: I didn't know you were going to be here. What
2: are you doing here? I had an amazing date.
1: She ghosted him. Oh, yeah. Opa, indeed. Is, is it possible? Did her dad pass away, or did he just fade to black and white?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh God. Okay.
1: No.
0: Wait. I mean, wait. 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 <laughs> wait. Okay. Hold on. Before we even get before we even get into the movie, oh, right. I need to ask Maureen. a question. Yes. Of Maureen. Maureen saw. We were talking before the podcast about how Maureen saw this movie really early. Right. When did you see it? In the middle of August. Okay. Here's my question for you. I doubt it, but when you saw it <laughs> super early at a press screening or whatever, um, was there a full-on like previously on oh. the, my Greek, uh, my big fat Greek wedding films recap prior uh, to the movie star? I
2: think there was. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because I wrote an article that was basically that. And I think I took notes. <laughs> oh, <nice>. right. <laughs> it
3: was a very interesting pick and choose of what happened. This is a, I saw it at yeah. AMC. Okay. And it was Neo being like, here's what you missed on my big fat Greek wedding, you know, like, and <laughs> then
1: talked about. I just saw it yeah. at an AMC and that. Was not on my cut of the movie. What? You were what?
3: You probably just came in late. No, I was there. I. Watched. You were so bedazzled by <laughs> Nicole that you didn't <laughs> yeah,
0: notice no. the. No, it didn't happen. Okay, I thought that was super. I, I was like, I, I know that when you go to places like Alamo Draft House and stuff, they have like a. You yeah, know, they have like their curated, you know, pre-roll and sure. stuff that sometimes is like recaps and things, but I've never seen this. I don't think I've seen this happen before. Not like that. Usually there's film. like
3: the awkward thing where like Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie are like thanks for coming uh, to the theater or whatever. But this was like her
0: she was actually like, recapping the first two films. It was like if you yeah, if for some reason you were coming to see this and you hadn't seen the other ones like we're catching you up.
1: And she exclusively talked about her sister's character, right?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if you I don't know if you thought this Elis, but like when I saw it I was like I thought it was weird because it seemed like they weirdly like cut around uh, um, her dad's character. Like there's all these scenes and none of them were with
3: him. It was very weird. Um, they talked about the Windex, but other than but they that. they never showed his face a no, single time.
2: It, it, I will say I got a. Full bottle of Windex in my press mail. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's so cute. Amazing. Yeah, we haven't talked about it on the previous episode, but ever since the second movie, they have done promotional things with Windex every single time. There you go. And various... Uh, greek like products but. i wonder
1: i wonder if that actor's agent is just very much on the anti-aa train it was just like <laughs> no no face well, It was just it weird because then
0: he is in he is depicted in yeah the, in it's, the so you film. have
3: this thing which may or may not have been exclusive to amc or certain screenings but then you have this opening well okay <laughs> we should ask Maureen, first of all, what is sort of your relationship to this franchise? Yes, yes. Like, did you see the first two? Did you like them? Did you hate them? What, where, where are you in this?
2: Yeah. So, um, I was a huge fan of the first movie. Definitely. Um, I am not Greek, but I am Croatian. And I feel like Greek, Croatian, Italian, like all that Mediterranean, yeah, uh, blood. It has a lot of similarities and, like, family traditions and quirks. So I was still in grade school when the first movie came out. And I remember going to see it with my mom and my uncle. And we thought it was hilarious because it was exactly like a lot of family <laughs> weddings we'd been to. Yeah. Um. And so have always loved it for that. Um. And then I weirdly did not see the second film because it was in, like... I don't know. Somehow I missed it. we are seeing Batman
1: versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: And now I'm on to the the third. Um, I do want to say though, like, because we've already talked about the data a little, um, that Michael Constantine is dead yeah. in actuality. Mm-hmm. Yes. He died in 2021 and he was already ill when they were when Nia was writing this, and she had intended for it to be him traveling with the family oh, back oh. to his village but at a certain point he was like i'm not going to be able to make this movie but like you have my blessing go on without me and then that, this is kind of where they ended up
3: interesting okay. that is interesting mm-hmm. and then i didn't even like i had heard of when michael constantine died i knew that that was going to be a big part of this but i totally missed that. Bruce Gray, like Ian's dad, also died in 2018. I had no idea. Yeah. Like right after the second movie came. I thought he was like still alive. And yeah. I just researched him like a week ago and somehow missed the uh died.
2: I did not know he died until they like showed his picture. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, did I he actually, actually die? die? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah.
3: He must have. Very awkward and weird. Um so yeah, we come back to the family and both patriarchs have passed on. And yes. like we do need to
0: talk a little bit more about how it's depicted in the opening we credits. We need to talk about the opening credits <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a whole opening credit sequence that you might see
3: I don't even know. You On iStockPhoto.com? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Where it looks
3: like they yeah. took a random it, it, It's stock footage and, of yeah. Greek
1: food being cooked and presented. <laughs> okay, I don't know that it is, and that made me very worried for the rest of the movie, and it was not proven <laughs> out to me that it was not things that were
3: Well, shopping. and then we have lot, a lot, I mean, I thought it was all Photoshop and stock footage, maybe not, but then... So they recently, um, complained about this on the, uh, the film cast, which is a podcast that we listen to, but, um, the, the, um, Portocolo's family definitely comes from the uh, Fast and Furious school of we hang up screenshots from our previous <laughs> movies as family photos that no human person would have as family photos. It's like screenshots of random moments, That's right? Somehow that are now printed family photos. Mm-hmm. Um, of including like additionally photoshopped ones so that we remember who the heck some of these people are um and it yeah. was just really bad but the, the I, opening credits were but bad,
2: at bad. the same time like so i researched a lot about the second film in, yeah. in preparation for covering this and like in the second movie nick her brother has like a wife and kids right. yeah and then they're just like gone yeah. Yeah. in this movie <laughs> yeah and then, and he seems like he might be gay. I, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I always thought that too, honestly,
1: but yeah. that never. But no, that's out. Joey Fatone.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Joey Fatone's yeah. gay, but we don't see his husband either, no. but he's mentioned same guy. Sure. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot, but yeah, he's like kind of like I'm gonna get away from my family and go on vacation by myself. But the thing's all about family, so it's, it's really just, even weirder. It's and- just super
0: funny too because we talked a lot last week about like where's her sister, like yeah, Athena, yeah. And there's a whole line that Nick delivers, and yeah. it's like, oh, she's got like six kids, she's too busy. <laughs> yeah. But like he doesn't say anything about his kids. <laughs> like, he <laughs> yeah. also has kids, but he's not too busy.
3: Well, it even made more sense even in the second. Mo- and it did in the second movie, because this time she's taking care of the right, mom, right. Uh, Lainey That's Kazan, true. who I, I don't know if she actually is having memory. I don't think things, so. issues I don't think so. in real life, yeah. but like she it, did a yeah. good job playing it. Yeah. Think, it was very, was it God, it, it was tough too. Cause it's like, you see that. And if you've, ever had anyone in your family like go through that and it's even harder when there's somebody who likes to joke around like the mom was doing to her because you're like you you go you you get whiplash going back and forth from being like i'm devastated to like oh um i think i'm gonna pretend like i thought that was funny because (laughs) you want me to laugh but i really am devastated like you know it just it was rough that that those scenes were some of the like the most um hard-hitting parts of this movie yes, for sure. agree yeah. yeah this yeah, movie is totally
2: a mess though right <laughs> yes like, it is those those scenes are a great example of why yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. it's really really <laughs> so hard serious. um but yeah i mean i'm I, I think i don't know so it seems like nia Vardalos's father or someone also maybe passed away based on the um The dedications at the end of the. Her
0: dad passed away the same year as Michael. Okay,
3: so yeah, clearly she's you know working some things out, and um, I think that shows. Which is which? Yeah,
0: which is why like it made sense for her to like tie it into her life again because it's like oh this just happened to me, and this is kind of what I would my her actual dad always wanted to go back to his village. Right. Okay.
3: However, (laughs) that being said, the the main premise for all of them to go back is to return. A, or to give a journal to his three childhood friends that apparently he did not keep in touch with
1: at all but i mean and also
2: you, why do they want the journal like should be a family they
1: don't that? speak a single word there is no term. bond greater than wearing old-timey clothes and kicking <laughs> a leather ball around a fountain for some reason uh also, like, uh, yeah, it's like, that's it. That's all we get of the friendship is just like,
0: oh, I remember when we used to kick that ball? Yeah, and remember when like we all wore like sepia colored clothes, and your one friend had a green shirt, and, and that's how the also, photo was.
2: There's like no sense of time or history in this movie. So no. I'm like, is this pre World War Two, during the war, post? I don't <laughs> no know. Idea. Like. What are these kids living under Mussolini? I've, yeah, sorry. there's so many. It's Mussolini's just I, in
3: this the war.
1: Movie.
2: Everything's yeah. The they, wars. They talk actually. about the
3: wars so much <laughs> so that I'm like, is this the same war that they yeah. fought in Top Gun? Maverick? Right, yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah. it's so vague. It's like, oh, the wars. There's just so the many wars. Else. Like, I
2: don't. Know. Also, I, but that, also, It's incredibly funny. I don't know if Nia Varlos incorporated this purposely or not, but. Rita Wilson, who's a producer, so can actually do interviews currently, um, Uh, was telling me that her mom had Alzheimer's or dementia uh, and that she had the very similar moments with her mom where it was like she'd be totally lucid one moment and not the next, but they would still be really funny because she'd be like, hi, mom, it's me. It's your daughter. And she'd be like, which one? And then she'd be like, it's Rita. And then her mom would be like, you're too pretty to be Rita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's,
3: you know. that's really sweet. Um, okay, so we talked about the, the We've credits about to the trying title to remind sequence. us about <laughs> Athena, her older sister, but yes. Justin and I were in the theater watching something else last week, and we were making fun of the really ridiculous poster for this movie, and Justin was like, who is this lady? Like, pointing yeah. at the lady holding the fish. Who's the and lady I was with like, the fish? I was like, that lady's been in all of them. She hasn't really had much lines. Yes. We don't know anything about her, but she's been in all of them so far. And Justin's like, Nah, you're making that
2: up. Like, whatever. the other aunt? The, the other yes. aunt. I've
0: yes. never so, seen her yeah. in my life. Okay,
2: so I had this same thing where I was like, why is this aunt on this trip? I have no idea who she is. Yeah. I feel like I've never seen her before. Aunt Frida. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so... I'm with you Justin I was like I don't believe you I've yeah. never seen I remember
3: I was just like life. she was like an extra that they've now elevated to being like a main character um also but I, they I, they purposely put photos of her past f- in the past films in yeah, the opening yeah, as well yeah. so you could like just remember that like she was there at least
0: I did like too that later in the movie I was like ah there she is with the, the fish, fish. And, <laughs> and, she's, and she's got that straw hat that like is like bent up it's like it's an iconic look honestly.
1: And you, like, so you had had your phone up to call the same lawyers (laughs) to be, like, false advertising and a damn ass. But, nope, there she was, the fish. The poster was true.
3: (laughs) We never really find out, like, how she is, if she even is really related. In the second movie, we were, like, who is Vula related to? Like, we didn't know. And they do make it explicit in this movie that she is... The mom's sister. Yes. But it's, right. she still is coming on this trip for the dad's family because, okay, then that's because fair. That's, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, yeah, who, who is Frida, then? Is she his sister? Is she someone else? Like, oh, I don't know. Uh, she's, a yeah. she's a cousin. Yeah. I guess the point is that anyone can be a cousin. Yeah. Even the mayor. Yeah. yeah. Mayor. I,
2: I would really just kept wanting this to turn into Mama Mia 2, though. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Hey. Yeah. Hey where's the musical number? I want a musical Especially number. Especially when they
3: do have the wedding and they're dancing in sure. you know, processions, which they do in Mamma Mia as well yeah. for the bachelor. We, we, party. We did yeah. joke
1: at the end of our last episode that Pierce Brosnan shows up at the end of this movie and is like, <laughs> we need to talk to you about the Mamma Mia initiative. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: That would have really raised it in my yeah do you, do
0: you know who your father, father is? Yeah. <laughs> and then he
3: flips over a card that yeah. says like Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. So oh. we
3: do get some surprise daddy news in this movie daddy as well. True.
2: I, I guess, guess that's like guess,
3: skipping forward a lot. I, I don't guess. know if we want to like check it. I don't. I like, just
0: still like, you know, honestly, I couldn't get over the. I, I felt that we're talking the opening credits with the fading to black thing, like on the two guys that died. Like, I felt like. I was trying not to laugh in that moment. It was it hot. It was rough. Crash. I laughed because the music is like,
2: and, it's just like
0: and then it and I was like.
2: I'm going to guess your screening worked because like mine paused and they had to restart it. So I have to watch it twice. No.
0: No. No. I will say that we went and saw it like at noon on a Friday and it was like filled with a bunch of old ladies and they were were eating this movie up.
2: That's nice.
0: Enjoying the hell out of it. And someone stayed
2: all the way through the credits. Wow. I I would definitely say that when I was watching it, I was like, my mom will enjoy this. Yeah,
1: Yeah. 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 I I will just my theater experience. I just watched this movie. It's a Monday. I saw it at a five PM screening at the AMC Burbank. (laughs) Nice. And there were two guys in their twenties sitting in front of us. (laughs) That was just like okay, interesting. And they were they they, one of them had a lot of questions about the Hunger Games trailer. (laughs) Like they had a lot of opinions. But then like right before the movie started, they're like, all right, so like what happened in two? And I'm like. What's the- happening? Oh my god! You gotta. You should ask them what their podcast is <laughs> called. <laughs> you're you're absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh I will, uh, but Bula like Andrea Martin is best in small doses. I sure. feel, and so like yes. I thought she was employed perfectly in the first film, where she's this yes. like annoying aunt that sweeps in and has these great comedic moments, but is not one of the central characters of the film. And I just felt like there was way too much of her in this. Well,
3: it actually got better than the second one. The second one is even worse. And she's doing the same gags over and over. And this one, she does some of the same gags, but she does other things too. And she, you know, it's a little bit better. But yes, agreed.
0: The greatest thing about this movie is that the callbacks... In my opinion, have been dialed
1: down. Yes. yes, And there's actually
0: like new jokes and new gags. They're like new gags that continue uh, on through the movie. There's new
1: attempts at jokes.
0: Well, <laughs> well yes. Sure. You could say that about the entire series. Yeah. But
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they weren't immediately like,
2: oh, let's spray Windex yeah. on everyone's eyes. No. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a really restrained. Lack of Windex. Yeah, you, yeah I mean, I if
0: you, you didn't see the second movie, but the second movie, like the first 30 to 40 minutes is like literally like a repeat of the first film yeah. with like callbacks left yeah. and right.
3: And I have it's- to guess, too, that maybe the Windex is a immigrant, like a Greek-American phenomenon. I mean, they may do it in Greece, too, but my guess would be that it's something he... You know, that the Greek community sure. in America came up with. And so when they go back to Greece, like, eh, we don't need to talk about what yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, like, I have no doubt that came from her actual dad.
3: Sure. Right, right, right. right. Yeah.
0: But it was just like, I, I was, it was refreshing to not completely repeat, like, actual, like, story beats and, uh, you know,
3: you know uh, settings and setups and everything yeah. like
0: you know yeah. it, that was a fresh well the
3: thing the thing is though that overall i think the biggest problem with this movie is that they just introduce way too many new things and try to yes. touch on so so many things. Like you've got like the Greek economy, war torn areas, sustainable farming, <laughs> refugee crisis, non binary people, baby
2: daddies, yeah. yeah, baby
3: daddies. You got um, how life is different for American college kids versus young kids in another country. You know, you have,
2: lovers, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, religion. Yeah, I mean the
3: Portokalos family, as we know,
0: did solve the refugee crisis. Right, <laughs> they did. They well, did. That's the
1: that's. The- <laughs> can I? Can I? We will fast forward to watching this movie, and I was like, wow, I really wish that it had done this because like the refugee migrant story is incredibly underbaked in there. Like, I respect that they tried to do it. Sure. I almost wish like watching the movie at the end. I was like, wow, I actually really wish that this movie started with they they retired to Greece. And the entire family's there, and uh, it's the same Greek trying to marry a Syrian, and it is almost the inverse where it's a brand new culture and a brand right. new like oh, there's all these different families, but we're all kind of the same. And and, and she could have brought in a writer that like a co writer mm-hmm. uh, from that cult from any culture and do that. And I think that that would have been a worthy and interesting sequel that plays on the phenomenon of the first one where it's like, Hey, here is this universal romantic comedy that uh, brings us an insight to a different culture. And that would have been really cool. There's like three shots in the movie that tries to do this. (laughs) Um, And, and I found those compelling. I found those very interesting. Uh,
2: That was honestly probably my favorite storyline too. I want, I wanted more from that. Well, it's interesting
3: because at the end of our last episode, we all tried to guess what the wedding would be the third yes. one, and thank God we didn't put any money or stakes on this bet <laughs> yeah. because. Well, how are we supposed to know it's going to be someone totally random? No ran one guessed never- it was going to be two completely <laughs> brand new characters. Yes. Yeah, uh, that are that uh, including one guy who's only been in the family for about five minutes. Yes. Like, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, we wouldn't. It, it was impossible to predict that.
0: But yeah, there could have been no wedding. I don't know.
3: (laughs) uh, Yeah, so the my in the title is
1: a Syrian refugee girl.
3: Yes, and
1: and and a uh, newly anointed cousin.
3: Yes. Okay.
0: I was honestly confused briefly about that because I was like, wait a minute, isn't that her? daughter or something like i didn't know like what i I missed her introduction and like oh i see yeah Yeah. so like i missed the i somehow i I don't know if i zoned out she said she was
3: like a daughter to
0: her (laughs) until
3: of course she wants to marry her grandson and it's like
1: oh i hate you yeah so then when
0: they were like talking about who is i was like wait aren't they related
1: what the fuck but that is the other thing this movie does you're saying oh no wait i hate you this movie sets up conflicts only to immediately resolve them
2: yeah (laughs) like
1: with literally two minutes of screen time
2: that old woman was like basically them trying to replicate the grandmother from the right. first movie. Oh my movie. god. Okay. Yes.
3: The grandmother from the What the fuck happened to her? Like yeah.
2: she, I assume she She also must be dead.
3: <laughs> she well, faded the black Okay, and white. so yeah. she is <laughs> there is no actual <laughs> like um News about that actress passing away, there's, like, actually people, like, that have been asking on the internet, like, is she still alive? Like, what happened? And I wasn't able to actually find an answer. But, like, she was still alive in, like, 2022 is the last I could find. So she would be 101 now. So I'm sure she's not working. Fine. But in the universe of the movie to not even address like what the hell happened yeah. to her she actually
1: became the baba duke <laughs> oh.
3: yeah like to like we make a big deal that the two dads died but we don't even mention what happened to grandma who was sure. an even bigger character in the second one than she was in the first So I I just finally moved into that neighbor's basement. Okay. The neighbors being at the airport to send them off. That infuriated me, by the way. Like there's these these three hateful white neighbors and that are in the second movie. One of them is in the first movie as well. And the three of them come to the airport to see them off in this movie. And I was like, what the the hell?
2: They're leaving for good. Yeah, like, maybe. God, right. I guess it was just
3: crazy. Oh my God. That was, that was a horrifying callback. I think they literally just put out the call to anyone who had been in any of the two movies. It was like, if you show up, you can be in the movie. I honestly what? didn't even notice they were there. Oh, me neither. okay. <laughs> so yeah. you telling me this, I was like, Oh, really? <laughs> they were, in, they were in the like when that scene where Paris is yeah, like, Oh my God, they're all I'm trapped stuck in, in this glass door. The three white neighbors were in there. Yeah. And those are probably like near Verdalos' Chicago friends or right, whatever. Right. And the, Okay, great. But that made no sense.
0: Yeah, it was weird.
3: Yeah. um, We
0: have a lot of, I mean, we get introduced to a lot of new characters. And I don't know, for me personally, I really liked Victory as a new character.
4: Sure, yeah, she was I, funny. I
1: enjoyed Victory, yes.
0: I liked her like super, and I don't know, like, you know again we talked a little bit about non binary and i guess i never really confirm mm-hmm. they they talk uh Antula talks to her about what kind of clothes she wears and Vula, yeah uh, Vula, yeah. yeah sorry Tula
3: <laughs> Vula, Tula yeah she talks about what kind of clothes she wears uh and then they and so sort of do this thing where at the end things. when they separate the dance between the men yeah. and the women she like joins both groups yeah. or whatever so yeah okay fine but yeah it was like and they i saw in the in the credits that they like consulted with glad and everything and so i was like <laughs> okay, hey. sure great, but I just thought that they she were very funny yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I yeah. thought I thought that they were very they, they had more charisma like again a yes. thing that that carries over from two is the wooden goddamn acting that happens <laughs> yeah like, like like the the chemistry lists just. And I think that this is, it's not about the acting really, it's just about the random assemblage of scenes, of how a a, a scene will start and stop and we'll get into, there's some technical things about this that are just kind of crazy, but I did enjoy their performance and I felt that they they had um, some sort of charisma, some sort of magnetism. And a character arc, like they were trying to do something. Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed when they were on screen.
2: I will say, though, I generally feel like uh, John Corbett blink twice if you need help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We talked a little bit about that in the second movie. I was like, I don't feel like they have any chemistry. (laughs) Like, Are they even a couple? I don't know.
3: It's rough. And he doesn't really have much to do. There was this whole storyline about him talking with this
1: monk, but then they don't really
3: explain, like...
2: I thought the the monk was going to turn out to be another relative. (laughs) (laughs) And the monk was was.
1: too young to know the history of the entire village. I will say that John Corbett does have the best joke in the entire movie, but because of this movie, and uh, spoilers for the rating system, this movie has a (laughs) insert shot of a rooster more times than any movie has any right to do. I think it happens twelve times. Like, oh my God, it's oh my insane. God. And then like and then like the tenth time he like he walks by and he's like bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and like he calls it out and makes fun of it. Genuinely hilarious. I, I did
0: like, I did like the scene, uh, with him and the old lady when like, you know, the, this village is on an island and then he asks her like, Hey, which way to get to the beach? And she like looks around like, yeah, she looks, she looks all around and he goes like this way now and then she turns and i just thought it was funny that it was like yeah anyway is to the beach cuz you're on
1: but also like this village is all the way at the top of the mountain like there is no path to the beach right,
0: right. <laughs> i just thought that was funny that she was like fucking with them
1: there
3: there's a, a storyline too that they try to keep it a secret for way too long to the point where it's like nonsensical of nikki trying to bring the dad's ashes to greece and like Make them a part of the oldest tree in the town. Like mm-hmm. you threw this ashes into trees thing, which is a thing. And yeah. But like they try to make it seem like oh, you know, he's got a secret. He doesn't want Tula to know this and that. He but this
2: is why I thought he was gay. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, like it would have that would have made more sense as a secret. Like yeah. that it, it, I don't know why he wanted to keep it a secret. I don't know why they were worried about what the mom would say or what Tula would say. Like he just wanted like a little bit of the ashes to put into the this tree why is that controversial i
1: don't understand the conflicts in this movie do not hold any water at all yeah no
2: pa- paris's whole thing that she doesn't want her parents to find out is also not it's I get not wanting to tell your parents that you basically flunked your first year of college, but they make it a much bigger deal than well, it
3: needs. Well, also, it's been five what? years or something. Right, right. Yeah.
2: I rolled, I rolled my eyes because
1: I was like, wait, are, like, is she gonna come out and be a lesbian? And then I was like, no, like that's not what's gonna happen. And then when it resolved into because like there was the there was the dance sequence and the refugee, and I was like, okay, is this what this movie's gonna do? Wait, that's why would her
3: secret se- be that she was a lesbian <laughs> if it came in a letter? <laughs> if you a letter letter like Harry Potter to be like well you yes, touched you're positive gay for, it. you're a lesbian harry
1: she's <laughs> so like looking at the letter the whole time i understand i understand
2: <laughs> instead of an owl a cat brings you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you're I, into crystals now
2: um um but it also yeah that was very unclear to me like is this supposed to pick up like a year after right and i guess they
3: probably hand wavy covid you know everyone's so much older. it's been a year apparently because she went off to college at the end of the second yeah so i don't know um but i did want to say regarding the tree i thought it was a cool tree it was (laughs) the tree looked really cool like when they finally did find the tree i was like Wow, that looks awesome! Yeah, it
2: oh, looks, <laughs> looks pretty old. cool. Tree looks pretty old. The village was cool too. Like yes. where yes. where they shot on location was nice yeah. and like beautiful views and uh, going back to Mamma Mia, loved how they got the fountain working again. Right, and everyone <laughs> was dancing in the water.
0: Like yeah, all you, got, all you got to do is slightly move one rock and you're good. And play Ava.
1: So (laughs) slight technical thing, but it really bothered me of like, you're talking about the views and there's a lot of like beautiful vistas in this movie and slow pans. It seems like that somebody didn't understand that you need to like shoot a higher frame rate for slow motion because like (laughs) there's so many of these pans that like judder as they go across. And there's so many of these, like it's this gorgeous vista that are just technically wrong in this movie. (laughs) And I, I hate to call that out. I don't think that that's her responsibility as a director for that uh, yeah, I, like there's there's many people on set that should be like, "Hey, that's not a thing, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just very weird,
3: so technical stuff, and I like struggle with like if I should even say this or how are we to talking say about
1: it. the multiple a d r scenes that are in this movie? No, I did see that there was a lot <laughs> of a d r uh studios in the credits though yeah. <laughs> um
3: you know, uh obviously. Being a woman sucks being a woman in the public eye sucks and being a woman knowing in the public eye knowing your face is gonna be on a gigantic screen sucks and you should be able to do whatever you want um, regarding makeup or VFX makeup which was very very heavily used in this movie. Only on Nina Verdalos and nobody else. And, and maybe most people don't notice, but because we've watched these movies notice. in exact succession and everyone else is aging like normal humans, but she looks <laughs> really strange in some of the shots in this third movie. Um, and I know that like the AI aided digital makeup is like a required thing in contracts for many movie stars now. And so I guess maybe really? they did that. Yeah. But like I, it, it just, did. I, I, she could do whatever she wants, however she wants to look, but it just didn't seem necessary. And to me, it was distracting because it was pinging my uncanny Valley, like uh, oh, yeah. moment because she was so smoothed out and like, and and VFX in some of the shots standing right next to the same guy we've seen her be in the past movie with and it just looked very strange to me so i mean like do whatever you want but also like maybe do it for everybody or nobody or pick your (laughs) battles more carefully um or you know something it just it was tough um yeah
2: It's like when people take a photo of a classic movie star, which is probably already, like, very airbrushed and treated in the way they did then. But they, like, run it through a weird Instagram filter. (laughs) Yeah. And it looks super strange. That was the vibe the whole time. Yeah. And,
3: you know, Uh, she she looks great, like, in the intro when she was just talking to the camera and there was no VFX on that. And so then in the movie, she's so heavily... VFX in some of these close-ups that i'm just like oh my gosh and they really did it mostly on her close-ups or two shots and then not in the group shot so if you looked at her in the group shot she looked visibly different than she did in the <laughs> close-ups and so it was just it was tough and maybe it's all in my head but like i i'm very sensitive to noticing that I, on screen especially I, in the theater i don't you mean
2: think if someone like, just wasn't holding her neck
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Was, yeah i don't think i gotta green
0: screen the handout yeah anyway. i don't yeah. think it was as
1: dramatic as perhaps for for normal viewers but i did have the thought of like that's a really rough position to be in like writing directing and starring in this yeah and, and having control over that and maybe not control or just, yeah like either way it made it bummed me out a yes, bit. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like
3: yeah. even you know, do whatever you want, yeah, but like, it sucks if it's that if that you if should if feel like you yeah, have. If to it's do her
1: it choice, even. that's better. But right. like, she doesn't have to. And if it was pressured, that's even worse. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. It, so,
3: but yes, the 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 technical part of it, like, yeah. obviously, this is not a big budget movie that's going to have the greatest VFX, you know, yeah. team. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone I mean, who worked this, on it was great. But this
1: happens all in no matter. Yes, every, yes. Every, yes, like, every this movie has every movie everything. All the time. Yeah. Like, that is not a specific thing for this movie at all.
3: Right. But yeah, like, I mean, it was like a... It almost looked like they were trying to, like, Star Wars... De-age her in some of the scenes. I was like, "Oh my god, like, what? you know, I did not uh, notice this." At
1: okay, I don't know. So she like turns man. out she's Grandma Tarkin. I, oh god, no. That, <laughs>
3: nothing could be that bad, but I don't know. I mean, I, my eyes are just like very sensitive to this. I'm always complaining about like is the motion smoothing on, you know? Like uh, did yeah, you put yeah. on digital some something on the TV, you know? Like every any little thing like irks my something Maybe, in my brain with these yeah. uncanny valley. Maybe situations.
0: if I went back and watched it again, which I probably won't. Uh I I would, I would maybe notice
1: it, but. Yeah. but so yeah, we did briefly mention the ADR sequences in this movie, sure. and it seems like it seems like I. Uh, it's interesting what you said, Maureen, about the her originally writing it for Michael Constantine to be there, mm. and it seems like the plot of this movie changed dramatically, and that they had to cut in a bunch of scenes that were ADR dialogue of people, and see, a lot of them seem to be around the the water uh, <laughs> subplot that they were, like, trying to make that a thing. But, like, there are many shots in this movie where it's people, like, you can't see their faces move, like, you can't see their faces and exposition being yelled. And then there is, like, the scene between Peter and Nikki where they're talking, where, like, their their dialogue does not match at all to what they're saying.
3: Mm. It was a lot, yeah. And we should say, in case anyone's not watching the movie, they find out that their dad... Impregnated a lady before yes. he met their mom and went to America. Yeah, um, Tula has a brother, and yeah. they, they and it's kind of funny that she was like, "Oh, that's a good-looking man. You he's so I mean? handsome. They don't make it too gross. Like it's—it's <laughs> yeah. it's cute, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but yeah. then it just really like it's cool that they accept him right away. Even the mom back in America is like, "Bring him, great. Yeah, yeah. Let's meet Go him. Work. You know, like you know, she doesn't care. Um, but it did really to me." highlight how ludicrous it was about giving this diary to these three yeah. random old guys yeah. how about you give it to his son no, who yeah. never knew him yeah, like, so no, can, yeah that would be
2: enough claim, like they learn that they have a brother they never knew and then they're still fixated on getting <laughs> this journal his friends. To these friends it's like don't you want to like hit pause on that like, and these friends were so close to know your brother
0: yeah <laughs> They they killed a guy back in the day. That's why they're so cool. <laughs> Maybe That's why they're yeah, so close. it was like a standby. <laughs> they me. kicked a yeah. ball around. Like, guys. I kept thinking too, like they kept showing the the diary, and I was like. There's only one page in this diary, though. The yeah. page that has the, the photo of the kids. There's nothing else in this diary. That keeps show, every there time they was show an it.
2: entry about his secret love Yeah, for
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. You'd, yeah, that would have been in there.
3: Come on. I mean, I, it was kind of cool that the mom was like, oh, was that what's her name? Okay, he that
0: talk, makes he, sense. He talks yeah. in his sleep. Yeah that, was, yeah, that was funny. I knew it. Yeah, that was funny.
2: I, I also, I do... Really feel for nia Bartolo's beyond the like beauty pressures thing. In that, I I feel like this franchise is her legacy. Like she hasn't done a whole lot outside of it, or and the things she has done have not been met Mm -hmm. with a lot of praise or success. And so I feel like her creating and starring in this is like the thing she will always be famous for. Like her obituary yeah. will be like Neo Vardalos, creator of My Big Fat Creek Wedding. Yep. And and so then to have the pressure of doing all three things, right. directing, writing, and starring, adapting a movie with constantly fluctuating things between COVID, people that you wanted to be in the movie dying. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Polit- like, trying to cover the political yeah. issues of the country that you're going to represent. Yeah, right.
2: and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just feels like it's a lot almost like she bit off more than she could chew, right. or she, or she felt the pressure of like trying to get all of these things right. And because she was trying to do all of them, n- not a, one of them is quite there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and that's
0: okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That's Okay. Uh, what else is? I mean, there's a lot. Like for me, I, I enjoyed the kind of like emotional stuff about like trying to you know lay the dad to rest, right? And the yeah, stuff with the mom, nice. and, and, the so, mom the and the mom. The yeah, mom was the every, stuff. Anytime yeah. there was stuff with the mom, I was like, oh god. Uh, yeah. And I do think that like, um, you know, I know we're like ripping a lot on things, but I do feel like if you are really invested in these characters, you're probably going to get something out of this movie. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, they talk a little bit in the behind the scenes about how like, you know, one of the reasons she did this story too is because she thinks like, you know, if I'm going through this, um, people that probably started out with the first movie and are still following along are also going through the same issues. Mm-hmm. And I think there is something to like, the, the fans of this movie and having also grown up at the same rate <laughs> as Nia Vardalos and, and like, you know, kind of dealing with these same issues and, and getting something out of the movie um, emotionally and just to check in with the characters. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's probably really hard to balance, too, when you have all these people that are depending on you for, like, their livelihood, yeah. and, and they're doing you a favor also by coming back. You want to give them all a moment, you know, a, a really cool thing, a storyline to have on screen. Um, and it's just couldn't, like, say no to any idea, almost, in a way. But um I did think it was cool. I did like... It's not a lot of it, but there's a lot of, like... Comparing the lives of the three Greek uh, young people with Paris and Aristotle or whatever. Yeah. There's a scene where they're sitting there and they're like, yeah, we're going to revitalize the town. We're going to start a farm. We're going to get married. We're gonna, and then the guy's like, uh, I hope I get a better roommate next semester. <laughs> you know, like, and it's true. It's like American. Yeah, all like, of us oh, like god. have been like so. You yeah. know, we're infantilized. Like whereas other kids in other countries or other economics or whatever, they have to like grow up right away. Yeah. And, and you know, we're... <laughs> like real actual
0: issues they're dealing with. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I was like, oh god, that's what I would be saying to right. I mean,
3: like this that. girl is like the same age as Paris, and she's the mayor. You've like, yeah, it. there's like, six people in the town, but still, like, she is. An elected official yeah. and she is going to save the town. her
2: village. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. raising
0: the prices of Hulu and Disney Plus next month. I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but my village hasn't had flowing water <laughs> right. in yeah. Five yeah. years. Yeah.
3: It's rough.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I did really, I, I I do really like, for me, I was like, uh, I, I enjoyed that there were some new characters and I was like, you know, victory for me was like the MVP because I just loved like their like endlessly positive attitude. And I do think that they have the best like through line story of mm-hmm. like, you know, they just really want to like revitalize this town they have an arc. <laughs> and trying to do whatever they can to make that happen. And, uh, um, and the fact that like, it actually kind of works in the end and they get this moment of like, I did it. Like people, came. right. Right. Like that moment when like the cars drive in during the wedding and they're just like, Oh my God, like it worked. They like, pull off something. I thought that was good. They
1: pull off something that's really, impressive uh as a performance in that they are like this one note joke in the beginning and that endless um positivity they're able to communicate a vulnerability to that and uh, like i know this isn't gonna work but like i also had to do it and like to hold those things simultaneously in a performance is like difficult and, they and, get, and it does work
0: they get the best new running gag about the, the selfies uh, yes <laughs> t- t- taking a photo you know <laughs> you see they're like, doing that with uh, like, everybody more people like later on in the film like
1: in number the background one, and the stuff. Best. number you know, one like the best number one the best, oh, best clip. <laughs> okay. how did you get that yeah how did you get clips online oh yeah. okay
3: I
0: have this clip too of, of them
1: we are related through your papa's papa who was a twin I'm married to my great great Yaya sister, sister in
4: law, <laughs> Right.
2: Yeah, I like what you said, Tyler, about she is kind of one of the only characters here with a real substantive arc. Yeah. Um, uh, Tula has one because she does get the journal to yeah. her dad's friends, yeah. but it just pales in comparison to saving a whole village and trying to revitalize the community. Yeah. Well, and
3: then at some point she's like, you know what? I'm going to give up on the finding the dad's friends and I'm going to throw it all to Nikki and Joy Fatone and no. we're going to revitalize our marriage again and just uh, sit and look at the sunset and, uh, you know, something. I don't know. Which
1: is fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. I they guess. couldn't have sex because there was no car to go into. Right, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I, I it it was weird that like at the end of the movie they make a big deal about like because I feel like they didn't make a big enough deal early on about this whole head of the household thing and then at right. the end they're all like big emotional like you're the head of the household now and no we're gonna split the d- duties and like I just feel like that wasn't totally earned I, yeah, yeah it really
3: wasn't but I do really think that that actor um, I think Joy his name out. is. Louis Mandal- Mandalore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but he is very good. Whenever him and Nia across all three movies have yes. their brother, sister yes. moment, yes. it great. is always really, really nice. Yes, and when he's, he's doing the other stuff, he's shaving his nose hair or whatever. He's funny and But every time they finally have their, you know, brother, sister moment, I'm always like, wow, that is so nice for some reason. Yeah. It, he He's really yeah. great. He's great with her.
2: They, they have really good, great chemistry yeah playing brother and sister like they really do feel like family and capture Mm. that relationship really well but i agree justin like it's i I wish they had threaded that in from the beginning which would have been easy to do like our patriarch has died like Mm. now we feel sort of lost because we don't have a head of household and uh you know he's what the glue that kept us together yada 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 and then sort of earning that conclusion at the end of like now we all are or we all share this responsibility or whatnot
1: yeah i and think that, oh sorry go ahead
0: oh i was just gonna say one other thing that i like didn't that i thought was just weirdly done um when they finally, like, when it all comes out about the ashes and everyone agrees, like, yeah, we got to go do this. It's fine. They leave the wedding to go do it. Like, I understand. I get that it's at night. But, like, I didn't. I thought it was weirdly you depicted. You leave the prom to go to the wedding. <laughs> I thought it was weirdly depicted. <laughs> you the, leave like, the wedding to go to a funeral. Uh, the, 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 like, pouring the ashes through the three hands. And it was, like, super close up. And I'm, like, what exactly? Whose hands are these? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it was why? three members why? of the crew. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I, I know. But I'm, like, why does it got to be, like, pitch dark? It was just. I don't know. I didn't like that. I thought that was weirdly, uh, you know...
1: I think that the cardinal sin of this movie is that there are about six different interesting storylines that pop up at random times during the alleged three acts, and some of them are carried through as uh, underbaked threads, and some of them are immediately resolved in the next scene. Like... Yeah, yeah. I mean the the uh, the wedding that the aforementioned wedding that we're talking about uh, emerges that they're in love. Oh wait, she's not Greek, and then it's like oh he's our brother, and then in the next scene it's like I'll hug you. Someone yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that goes by real quick. It's yeah. it's insane. I guess
0: yeah, yeah I don't know. I was like, they—they they, they also probably don't want to drag that out because that's like the same plot as the first movie, where it's like,
3: yeah, but yeah, like, but it's totally different, yeah, and
0: and it's not
1: dragging it out. It's it's He has they, the same
0: conversation, like, oh,
1: she's Xeno. Like, it's, it's like, okay, like we all did this. It's not earned <laughs> though. It's just he just kind of walks up and he's just like, okay, yeah, right.
2: yeah, and it's I think it's I think it's less like not wanting to repeat the same the first movie and more that that's a really fraught, difficult subject. Yes. And she's making a light comedy. And I, you know, kudos for attempting to include that. But right. then she felt, th- I think there was like sort of a, oh no, I, I need to fix this immediately <laughs> yeah. because otherwise this movie is going to go in a yeah. radically different direction.
4: Yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's uncomfortable. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I it's I, I guess it's
1: just like the thing that changes his mind is Nikki being like eat something,
3: like. <laughs> right? I don't yeah. know. Um, so Maureen, you said that you interviewed Rita Wilson. Hmm. So did she admit that she? Uh, shamelessly just wants an Oscar nomination for this movie and brought in Diane Warren to write the
1: song with her. <laughs> oh,
2: she did talk a lot about her song, and I, um, she and Diane have been friends for over twenty years, of course, and have always wanted to write a song together. Um, and this is a uniquely Greek and American fusion in a song. Mm. Yeah.
3: But she wants an oscar um,
2: nomination yeah, I <laughs> look it still feels and i am a swifty but it still feels less like like grossly in your face than taylor swift trying to get a nomination for her all too well music video for Best sure Short sure film. of course, of course. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. yeah it's still part of him it. it's still the diane warren formula it's in the credits of the movie and you know it's still a, a legitimate yeah, even song like, movie. it's
2: not it's it's also in the movie movie isn't it? isn't it played during the wedding a little bit i think
1: okay. so yeah it probably yeah. does
0: i i did think that it was leaps and bounds better than the her John. song from the second film yeah, yeah okay <laughs> even more mine um and uh i thought the music in general i was happy that the music was more modern in this like i it makes it's obvious that it i mean maybe it's not obvious i'm just glad it was like of the time and not just like more old timey, yeah. They had Greek some music, like you know, <laughs> dance re- club remix yeah, yeah, yeah. of Greek music was, or whatever. It was more like yeah. the you know, modern Greek
3: pop and stuff, right? Is yeah,
0: and that, no, song, that, that, that song's actually great. not so bad, honestly.
3: No, I know, I just think it's funny because of the whole Diane Warren thing and just I know. When every I saw year she was being involved, nominated. Was like, yeah, Rita mean. Wilson was like, Tom has enough <laughs> nominations, it's time for me to get an Oscar yeah. nomination. <laughs>
0: Dude, if that gets nominated, people are going to be like, that movie came
3: out? My yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> theater was also full, It though. didn't do
0: very well this week. Yeah, how did it do? Uh, I think it made about $10 million and oh. it was behind uh, Equalizer 3 and uh, The Nun 2. So,
2: oh, okay. you know,
0: maybe they should have invited The Nun to the wedding.
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe that's what became of the grandmother. That's right. <laughs> she
3: became the nun. Oh, she became no. the nun. Not that.
1: I love tying more franchises to this yeah. series. Yeah. yeah.
3: It really would be like an all timer to do a Mamma Mia Greek wedding crossover. <laughs> yeah. Like, it oh would God. be
1: epic. Like,. <laughs>
2: It, be, really means it really needs to happen. Even is. if it's just like a, you know, funny or die sketch or yeah. something oh, like yes.
1: that. Or, or like when they used to do skits before the Oscars. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before
3: uh, we get the rating system or
0: do you have it? You got the rating. Oh, system? I have the rating system. Is there
3: anything else, Maureen, that you mentioned in your review or your, or found out in your interviews?
2: No, not really. I think we, we pretty much covered it. I, I guess the only other thing I will say is that um, it was Rita Wilson who kind of just appointed Nia Vardalos as director. She was like, okay, we're doing this, and you're directing, right? And Nia was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. And apparently Rita really wanted her to direct the second movie, and she very adamantly was like, no, like, I I really don't feel ready. But then on this one, I think they just she she decided to give it a go.
0: Well, this was her second movie, right? That she's directed. She did the I Hate Valentine's Day that we talked about.
2: Oh, really?
0: I think she directed that okay. John Corbett. But when, yeah,
1: that's that's great. I and, mean, I think yeah.
3: as, as a director, there's from the directing standpoint, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It's perfectly it fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, it's more just the. Overpacked. packed well, Tyler had issues with Tyler it. had
0: issues. I, yeah. it, it, there, there,
1: there was <laughs> something, but again, like I said, there, there is not, it's not solely on her.
2: Yeah, that. sure. Yeah, right. And
1: I, and I very much, uh, uh, welcome and applaud, uh, Reed Wilson saying like, no, you're doing this. It's your story. Yeah. Take control of it. Tell it the way that you yeah. need to be, t- that, that you for want sure. to tell it.
0: She knows it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's the rating system? What do you got? Uh, how many, Insert shots of a rooster. Would you give <laughs> my big fat Greek wedding three? Um, this movie had more than the ten that we allow on this scale.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, I think I gave the second one a four. Yeah, right? Think, okay, yes. so I have to give this one a, a five. It's a little better, uh, but it's it's just you know it's fine. I I mean I. Th- uh the only thing that really like annoyed me was just kind of the opening credits again like i said the horrible like we use screenshots from our movie as our family photos <laughs> issue yeah, yeah. it just totally takes me out of it um but you know if vin does it why shouldn't we all um but yeah so so yeah i give it a i give it a 5 um for me
0: too, uh, I was also like, it's going to be a 4.5 to five, uh, insert shots of a rooster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. yes, yeah, Um, because I also think that this is better than the second movie, uh, which I feel like, like I, I did, you know, I, I gave it a, the second movie, maybe a pretty charitable score. Like we all kind of did, um, because of some of the things I had to say about, you know, marriage and parenting. Um, but I think this one, the fact that. Like for me, the fact that it just like did not have this endless string of callbacks was mm-hmm. like, and and new characters <laughs> that were actually fun and interesting. I was like, thank God, because um, I was worried honestly that it was just going to be like, you guys remember all the stuff from the second, and I was like, what are they even going to call back to from the second movie? I guess they did bring back the neck thing from the second, yeah, movie. yeah, sure. But I was like, the second movie was already callback, so they can't callback to anything else. So I was just like, I'm glad that there was something new. I understand that, like, there's too much going on and they fumbled all these stories. And, like, I, and yeah, it's admirable that they tried to include the refugees thing. But at the same time, it's like, okay, do you need to have this in this movie? Is this the right movie for that? I don't know. Um, but, like I said earlier, too, I do think that, like, if you're a fan of this franchise, the the, the, the movie is getting bad reviews from critics, but I think that fans of the franchise will love this movie and really enjoy, you know, seeing a new chapter with these characters. Cause like some people, like the first movie is like a really intense love for them, you know, and they really bonded with these characters. And I do think there is something to being able to see them grow and seeing what's going on with them, even if it's not put together in the greatest of packages. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give it a five as well. I'm
1: gonna go for insert shots of a rooster. I think that's what I gave to. I feel like that as much has been added. uh, I I agree with everything you said. Um, But I also think that this movie uh, fails to deliver on being a <laughs> in a Ouch. lot of in a lot of ways uh but still a four but still a four uh because i do think that there's the, i i agree with, i agree i think that if you like these characters there's a lot going on here it is there are um strong emotional moments and scenes that work uh i think that the characters that there are things that that happen with them that uh are interesting and that i appreciate I just think that it's this a little bit of a shambling mass that uh, as I was watching it, I was just like, why is this happening? Oh, we hold on. We didn't even like. I I, I apologize. But what we, we, we will get to your ranking. We did not talk about them all running fully clothed into the oh, sea. Right.
3: I was just thinking oh about that. God. That was the moment where I was like, "Would they do this? It made no sense." I think they would that do was
1: that was one of those scenes where I was just like, "Oh, like we are unmoored from reality."
3: Well, <laughs> unless unless they were like, "This is a tradition that everybody does this at this beach or something like that," but it made no sense. Yeah, I was like,
0: "When have when have any?" anyone in this family ever showed that they are spontaneous fun. Let's
2: just do it. We also did not
3: talk about the the nude nude beach.
0: beach, Yeah.
2: Well, and that was the other thing too, is like that felt very odd and out of character for, for everyone as well. And, and, felt like it served absolutely no purpose <laughs> it was yeah. also really
1: weird for paris because like her yeah. arc was not like it was like cut to,
2: it was cut to be like some sort
3: of character moment for paris being like yeah i'm gonna get in the water it was I'm literally be a scene from the awakening and like what? everybody was there it made no sense yeah, yeah it, made, right. it made more sense for those all those other people to go in the nude beach yes. and be like, ha than it did for her to like have this triumphant, like it was fight. Like yeah, You expect the song fight song to be playing yeah. in the background well, as she's like getting in the water, you know, yeah, like, it was
0: weird that we got like two scenes that were all about like, what tiny thing can we use to hide Nick's dick? dick. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it happens when they're on that video call too. Yeah, and he like, sure. yeah, yeah. Doesn't hang up. Or, yeah. I was like, I was like, that was weird, but whatever, <sighs> whatever. Maureen, what did you think? What's your rating?
2: Uh, I'm also going to give it a four insert shots of rooster. Um, (laughs) Because I agree with everything everyone said. It's, you know, if you like these characters, if you like this world, you will enjoy the movie. It has a heartwarming quality to it. The ending as unearned as parts of it might be lands emotionally, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And if this is the end of the, these movies, we don't know. Uh, I think it is kind of a nice n- note to go out on. But at the same time, like the more I sit with it, like I, I went out being like, oh, that was nice. I enjoyed that. And then just the more time away from it, I'm like, wow, that was a real big mess. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I think it, it sort of just, becomes more and more evident what its problems are, the further you get away from the sort of glow of immediately watching it. So yeah, not number one's the best.
4: Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair.
0: Um you talked about this, you know, is it the last one? I have to imagine
2: that there's gonna be more. Oh wow, really? I mean Well, now Aristotle and Paris have to get married. That's right. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, whether or not, like, for...
2: Um,
1: We're talking about a Max Original here.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All all I'm saying is, like, I imagine that for the studio, like, this, the brand has too much cachet for them not to make another thing.
3: And, I mean, 10 is not bad for a rom-com, like, you know, if they can keep the budget down, which... Sadly, more and more of these people are going to age out. And so, and like, yeah, you know, like,
0: uh. you know, I, I, I also imagine like, you know, I imagine so, at some point like Nia Vardalos like shepherding in like the, not the not like we're doing like my big fat wedding, the next generation or something. Right. But, like, you know, maybe <laughs> she'll help produce like another young voice or something like bringing using the brand to bring in new stories or something.
2: That would be nice. I that would be like, interesting. Yeah,
0: I feel like they, I, they're not going to just let it sit. Because there's too many people yeah. that still recognize it and have the affection of the first film and everything. And I, Something will come.
3: I do think that it's like a testament to this actress, um, Elena Camporas, who plays Paris, that mm-hmm. even though we learn almost nothing about her across both movies, she just has such a interesting like look and yeah. she is very Ooh. like charismatic that I'm like, I do kind of want to know. Like, I would like to would, see a yeah. movie where she is actually the center and we could actually find out literally anything about her <laughs> yeah, uh, and I would be willing to like hear more about it. And then the family is, you know, hijinks can ensue around her.
2: Um, she deserves better than Aristotle too. Yes. Sure. So. Yeah.
3: Like, who
0: is that guy? I got, yeah, I, 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 that's just my thought coming out of it. I'm like, there's, there, there will be something else. In
3: sure. Yeah. And we'll be here to watch it. It might be, a, it might be
0: another <laughs> five
3: to seven years, but... And then know, maybe like, we won't be here, but
0: whatever. We'll still watch it. Who we are we kidding? And,
2: I mean, I would gather probably between COVID protocol and going on location to Greece, this probably was their costliest one. Yeah, But it's not like these movies are super expensive yeah, in right. I, yeah, I mean, the sure. first one was like a true independent yeah. film, mm-hmm. like success story. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that they've strayed incredibly far from that in the last two so that's another thing counting in its favor that it's not only a brand people like it seems relatively inexpensive to make these
0: yeah they're just like anything that's a known IP it's not getting thrown away sure (laughs) unless it's like super racist or something
2: (laughs) (laughs) even then they'll find a way to read
3: we're going to reclaim we're going to take it back
1: (laughs) boy oh boy i there's a joke in my mind that i'm not gonna okay Uh, oh
0: boy all right well i think that's gonna maybe bring us to the end here on the the my big fat greek wedding series which has been pretty fun
2: actually you know it's a
0: pretty short one only three normally we're doing like longer stuff um but maureen thanks so much for being here with us
2: my pleasure thanks for having me back
0: yeah, and make sure that, uh, you know, we talked about it at the top. We'll bring it up again here. Make sure you go out and uh, pick up It Happened One Fight. Um, at your
1: local bookstore.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. And check out Hollywoodography, which is mm. my podcast. That's we're beautiful. currently in our third season, which is all about the films of Judy Garland.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Aww. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Um, we, uh, we're at the end here, but we have more coming. I don't know if, if you've been following the podcast for quite some time, you will know that uh, you know, It depends on how closely you follow. Okay, but we have a couple check ins coming in. We always That's right. You know, we always check in on franchises that release new uh, things that are coming out um, either on TV. Straight to <laughs> straight to video or on Max, they're the one to watch for HBO on Netflix, <laughs> uh, which is uh, so we have a check-in coming in really oh quick. We, just in we're talking about weeks. Netflix.
1: We're talking about the Sci-Fi Channel, probably. Yeah, yes, <laughs> we're talking about
0: first up in just two weeks. I believe we get the premiere. Believe it or not, of a brand new Spy Kids Spy movie, Kids. Spy Kids Armageddon, coming to Netflix. All right. Uh in a couple of weeks. So we'll be talking about that and then and so you you won't miss us. Were we off for one week and then back on Did Aerosmith do a song for that one too? Uh you know what? <laughs> I hope so. I can't wait to find out.
1: <laughs>
0: but you you'll don't have want to,
2: to, to tune in. Thing, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you'll have to tune in in a couple of weeks to find out. Um but yeah, we'll be back for that. But uh, you know, before we sign off here, uh Elis, where can people reach
3: out? Yeah, uh email us uh I almost said my personal email. No. Email <laughs> us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, or
1: X, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. Rights. And rate and review wherever you're listening, subscribe on uh Spotify, everything else. We really appreciate it. Five stars, all the rest.
0: Um, you know what? And uh I gotta do it one last time because this is what we've been doing at the end of every Greek wedding episode. And uh, rest in peace, Michael Constantine. Bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you guys in a couple weeks for Spy Kids Armageddon. See you then. Doesn't matter where we are. We're always close. We're never far from each other. Mm-hmm.
2: Cause I'm with you everywhere. Good to know we're always there for one another.
1: find